Hello, welcome to the Satellite Market Cast podcast, where we feature key executives from leading satellite companies worldwide, talk about their company, their careers, industry trends, and other insights on the exciting satellite communication industry. I'm your host, Virgil Labrador, Editor-in-Chief of Satellite Markets and Research, inviting you to another informative podcast with our featured guest today. Hello, welcome everybody to a special edition of the Satellite Market Cast podcast. And uh, we're here with uh, Christoph Bauer. He's the Vice President of Commercial Sales for Astranis. He's the satellite operator. And this is a special edition of the Satellite Market Cast podcast because we're focusing on the speakers at the uh, Asia Satellite Business Week uh, in Singapore, which will uh, happen uh, from June 1st to the 3rd. Christoph Bauer is one of the speakers in the panel called uh, The Small Sat Revolution in Motion. Uh, and th- I'm really very excited about this, uh, and I'm sure Christoph is also excited to be back in Singapore. It's been three years, uh, Christoph. It has been. It has been three years. It's been a, a long time overdue. I'm looking forward to be back to Asia and, and see uh, yeah. all my friends over there. Yeah, for me too. You know, three years is a long time. I used to work there. You know, I started my career there uh, in the satellite business. So yeah. So Christoph is one of the uh, uh, panelists, as I said. Uh, but before we'd like to give a preview of what he's going to talk there. Uh, but before that, uh, uh, I'll leave uh, Christoph to explain uh, quite a bit uh, about the, uh, his company. Can you tell me about uh, what what you do, Astranis? Um, uh, yeah, Astranis is uh, about six years old, and it's been uh, founded by uh, John Genbark and uh, Ryan Linko, the, the two co-founders, uh, with the goal of providing. So very small, fully reconfigurable satellites, fully reconfigurable satellites in orbit in a geo arc. And the, the concept is that the geostationary arc is a prime real estate in uh, in our in our neighborhood around Earth. Mm-hmm. And the, the business has been changing over the years. There's been a lot of uh, discussion about uh, uh, how to use geo, how to use alternative to geo, non non GSO. Uh, constellations such as uh, medium Earth orbit and low Earth orbit, and uh, we believe our philosophy is, is is to believe that the geo real estate is 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 really worth exploring with a cost-effective solution to provide a lot of bandwidth over a given area. So Astronis has created a, a, what's called a macro geo, mm-hmm. which is a fully digital, fully software upgradable and reconfigurable platform capable to provide bandwidth in KU band and KA band for internet broadband services or cellular backhaul over a country. So our philosophy is to go with a very rapid build. Uh, we intend to put a satellite into orbit in less than two years and with a very small upfront uh, down payment mm-hmm. and offer bandwidth as a service, again, with a small platform that you can focus on a country versus the continent and, and generate money and, and maximize cash flow for operators. Right. Now, when you talk about micro-geo, how small are we talking about here as far as size? We're, we're talking about uh, a, a three, uh, uh, three U or one meter cube uh, type of uh, configuration, about 450 kilograms, so mm-hmm. something that has been designed to fit on the uh, Espa Grande ring uh, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, SpaceX Falcon 9 and and other providers are launch providers are using. Mm-hmm. And so the concept is in order to have a geo platform that is very low cost, you want to be able to 
have uh, as many rides as possible to orbit and being a co-passenger means being able to fit on the ESPA Grand Earring mm -hmm. means you have to stay below 450 kilograms. Uh -huh. Now this said, because we went uh, for a full digital design, we are able to provide a lot and pack a lot of power uh, and punch uh, for such a small satellite, right? We're talking about uh, 10 to 12 gigabit per second in K-band and mm -hmm. up to 8 in uh, eight gigabit per second in KU. So lots of capability for a, a very small geosatellite. Right, so you're in geo-orbit uh, and you announced that you're going to be launching four next year, right? Uh, That's correct. So That's what, correct. what will be the coverage of those four? Are they all in one orbital spot or they spread out uh, to cover the whole world? The, the concept at Astronis is not to buy one satellite at a time. Our, our concept is to manufacture a block of satellites or a batch of different satellites, if you, will, if you wish. And we're currently building four KU-band satellites. The first mm -hmm. one is for a company in Peru called uh, Andesat. Mm -hmm. and they intend to use the satellite in KU-band to provide the cellular backhaul mm -hmm. over Peru. Uh, two others are for another company called Anuvu, they're based in the U.S., mm -hmm. and they intend to serve the uh, airline and, and cruise ship market, so 2 KU band for continental U.S. to provide connectivity, uh, mobility in the mobility market. And the fourth satellite is an on-orbit spare that uh, we've decided to build having a KU and a K-band payload mm -hmm. in order to be able to offer uh, a spare in orbit spare backup to both Andesat, Anuvu, and then uh, Pacific Datacore, also our first customer in K-Band, for which we're going to launch the first uh, satellite in August using uh, Falcon Heavy. And that, uh, uh, that fourth satellite in orbit spare will also be capable to do uh, BAU services because mm -hmm. our design uh, incorporates dual prop propulsion system. We have uh, traditional hydrazine for station keeping, mm -hmm. and we also have electric propulsion allowing us to move anywhere on the equatorial arc in, in a matter of a couple of weeks. We can be, uh, we can be one point to one eighty degree, one point to the other, not, not affecting the lifetime of the satellite. So we will also include a, a Q and V band payload on that uh, spare satellite. It, it seems to me like uh, uh, these satellites are made to order for the customer, uh, that the, you know, the customer has uh, uh, some leeway uh, in, in, in the satellite design, etc. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Virgil. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, using the latest spot beam technology and, and have a, a, a spacecraft that is designed and tailored to uh, a customer in a given country, right? Mm -hmm. What what uh, uh, what the customer we're talking to worldwide really appreciate in, the, in our product is A, it's very fast to market, B, it's very low upfront capex investment, and in, in those day and time, it's very difficult for anyone to, to forecast a business case 15, 20 years like the traditional geo market. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the third point is that it's, it's tailored for a very specific area uh, with multi-spot beams that you're able to reconfigure after the satellite has been launched into orbit. Now, have, are you the first one to launch these micro-satellites or micro-geo, you call them, in geostationary orbit? We, we are, we are. Uh, uh, nobody's ever built a satellite that is in that category. If you, if you look at the traditional geo market, uh, it, it's been uh, 100 gigabits or above and, and cost uh, several hundred million dollars up front with a launch. We're, right. we're the only one asking uh, 
uh, uh, single digit down payment, uh, upfront payment to launch something that's very powerful and can generate revenue in two years, right. more or less. So, so the first four will be launched next year, and when will it be operational? It's actually, it's actually the next four. The, the, the very first satellite is built. Uh, it's a K-band satellite for an internet service provider in the state of Alaska called oh. Pacific Teleport International, right. PDI. That satellite is scheduled to launch in August this year on the co-passenger on the Falcon Heavy. Mm -hmm. And the next four will be launched in the uh, second quarter 2023. Mm -hmm. Right. And and we look forward to keep building another batch of satellites uh, that will announce probably a, a, a later this year. Now, uh, Christophe, I have to ask, you know, since you're the first to launch uh, microsatellites in geostationary orbit, which is occupied by m large satellites that have been uh, in operation since basically the 50s, the late 50s, you know, uh, how reliable are your satellites? You know? We, we believe they're very reliable. We don't want to be arrogant, of course, space is hard, mm -hmm. but we've done uh, 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 everything we could in our power to de-risk the product. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done uh, extensive testing, uh, we've done vibration testing, TVAC testing, we were able to procure uh, a launch plus one year insurance at a very competitive rate with uh, one of the two major uh, space, space insurance brokers. So we believe that we've done everything in our power by testing uh, and simulating the condition of space and having the spacecraft operating just like it would be in space mm -hmm. uh, in order to make sure the product will work. Right, right. Now uh, let's talk about the, the, the panel that you'll be speaking at, the small set uh, revolution. You're actually the only operator in that panel. Uh, the, the other one is a ground, ground equipment um, manufacturer, AnyWaves, Nicolas Capet. And uh, there's a launch uh, provider, Stella Guillen, from ISAR Aerospace. They launch small satellites. Uh, uh, do you have a relationship with them? We, uh, uh, so we go, we go to geostationary, right? And yeah. that, that means we go 36,000 kilometers away from, from Earth. Uh, uh, so so a, launch has, a launcher has to have that capability. The, uh, there's a lot of small launcher who are targeting going to lower orbit, and you're talking about a couple of hundred kilometers above, above the Earth, right? Mm -hmm. We're, we go pretty far out, but, mm -hmm. but absolutely, uh, uh, Virgil, we're happy to work with as many providers as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, and and it, it's to the benefit of our customers, right? Because we actually procure the launch, we procure the launch insurance. Mm -hmm. So when we do a contract with a customer, we provide an asset uh, delivered in orbit, again, for a very, very low upfront payment. Okay. Give us a preview uh, uh, of what you're going to talk about. What, 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 uh, what are the trends you see uh, in the small set uh, uh, field? Uh, well, Virgil, you think, I think the, the, world, the world's been changing, uh, our market's been changing, the way we have to do business is changing. The traditional satellite market has been based on a business case that is, that is 15 to 20 years, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of capacity coming on the market. There is massive satellites. Uh, uh, some people are putting a terabyte satellite in space. Um, there's the uh, upcoming arrival of low Earth orbit constellations. And so it's very difficult for an operator right now to try to guess what the business will look like in 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. 
So one of the one of the key uh, revolution in a small sat market that Astronis is bringing mm-hmm. is that uh, a business case based on, on a ten years versus a twenty years business case, mm-hmm. and the capability to fully reprogram the satellite and even reposition the satellite to a different orbital slot if 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 you want to. So. Uh, faster return investment, uh, lower lower capex investment, better cash flow, and full flexibility uh, uh, with a business case is one of the revolution that we're bringing. Right? It's, right? it's not just about the technology. It's really how to how to maximize uh, uh, your 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 satellite and make it full the day one. Right? A lot of the traditional business case in a satellite business has been. Let's try to find maybe 50, 60 percent uh, fill rate launch satellite after massive capex investment, several hundred million dollars, and then hope that the salespeople will go around the world and, and will fill up that capacity. And then, in most of the case, operators are just making a profit in the last five years of a, of a 20 years business case, and we're we're flipping that around by telling mm-hmm. people very low cost investment, maximize your satellite from day one, and, and just generate your fuel, fuel rate 100% from as early in the cycle as you can and just keep, keep adding small geosatellite if you need to increase the bandwidth. Right, right. Well, uh, Christophe, you're the only operator uh, of small sets in geostationary orbit, like you said, 36,000 uh, kilometers, right? 24,000 miles, right? <laughs> right, 24,000 miles, 36,000 kilometers. Uh, all of them are either in LEO or MEO. Uh, you know, uh, so, what advantage do, do, do you uh, have uh, over those uh, in, in the, the one, of, one of the benefits is that uh, uh, you stay above a given country. For our customer in Peru, the satellite stays over Peru, uh, and it can the, the gateway is in Peru, the traffic stays in Peru. It doesn't have to be shared over multiple countries, multiple gateways. And the other benefit is that because it's geotechnology, which is a very proven technology, mm-hmm. you can reuse any of the ground segments that's already in place. If you have already a KA band or KU band antenna on top of a building or a gas station, all you have to do is just repoint that antenna to uh, the new satellite if we would come in a different orbital slot. If we're in the same orbital slot, then there is no need to do anything. You can just reuse that technology. Right. And you also don't have, uh, you don't have need for multiple uh, tracking uh, antennas and all that because it stays uh, at the same place above the sky. In in the business case we've done, we've estimated the cost of the ground segment to be about a third of the cost to operate a satellite network, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got two thirds, which is in a traditional business model, Mm -hmm. two thirds, which is a satellite and the launch and the ground segment is 30%. So if you can reuse that ground segment, that's, that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. The other benefit that uh, a geosatellite like ours can give you is that you can reconfigure the bandwidth according to your business case. So it's not a subscription model that is static. Mm-hmm. You can you can absolutely uh, uh, offer different quality of service and, and program different tiers of, of level uh, quality of service with different type of customers. Uh, you know, best effort for consumers and more stringent QoS for cellular backhaul or, or government customers, for example. Right, right. Well, uh, that's quite an overview uh, of your company, Christophe. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. You know, micro geos. Uh, you know, sm- small sets in geostationary orbit. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you want to add, uh, Christophe? 
Uh, we believe we believe it's the way to go, right? I think the the technology. As, I, I want to add uh, uh, something about the concept of technology refresh. If you've been following the cell phone industry, mm-hmm. uh, a new a new product comes up every five years, right? In right. fact, none of us uh, are using a cell phone that is ten years old or more, mm-hmm. right? And so, the philosophy of Astralis is to try to bring that technology refresh by building small satellite that you can just re- keep replacing and upgrading with with the latest technology uh, this is this is the way the future will be so uh, fully software defined product is is where we're heading for telecommunication in space well you certainly are a new uh, innovation uh, in the industry so this is a company that uh, we will be uh, following very closely as Tranis and for uh, you know more uh, information on them uh, you can uh, either uh, attend the uh, the panel uh, in, in June, June 2nd, uh, at 10.30 to 11.15 a.m., uh, at the Asia Satellite Business Week. The, the panel is called the Small Sat Revolution in Motion. Now, uh, this is the first time that uh, it used to be called Communic Asia. They're now called ATXSG, uh, and they have a satellite component called Satellite Asia. Uh, the last time they held this was 2019. Uh, so here we are, 2022, back again live. But if you if you prefer to have uh, uh, to to uh, if you can't come to Singapore for any reason, they also have a virtual component on it, and you can uh, get more information and register at asiatechxsg.com. Again, that's asiatechxsg.com or at Satellite Markets and Research. We have all the information. Uh, so, all your listeners out there, thank you for listening to this uh, podcast and. Uh, for all the news and information in the global satellite industry, you always have satellite markets and research at www.satellitemarkets.com. And this podcast is also available on our YouTube channel, which is Satellite Markets. Thank you. <laughs>